tuned in to the One Strong Woman Podcast, where everyday heroines bitch press life lessons. Hey, it's your girl, Shavaz here. I thank you so much for tuning in to this week's podcast. And this week, I have um, a special guest, my strong hubby, Gary, whoop, whoop. is in the studio. Hello, everybody. <laughs> and I want him to come on so we can talk about uh, five things that the KC Royals uh, teach us. So we're talking about life and sports. I'm all about that. <laughs> um, and some of you know that uh, the Kansas City Royals just won the World Series uh, in 30 years. So that's first time in 30 first years. First time. Yeah, I was seven. How old were you? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Next <Okay>. question, please. <laughs> I was little. Okay, I was young. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay with it. <laughs> I was young, too. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited was, for him now. You were four, probably? Maybe. Three years. Actually, the day they won was my birthday. The first time. So I really? just turned four. Oh. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yep. Um, I didn't get to go to the parade, but I watched it on the couch. Which was a safe place to watch it. <laughs> yeah, but... I mean, it was, you know, 300,000 plus or half no, they estimated 800,000 people. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful to see from my couch um, mm-hmm. the the unity and the mixture of people celebrating the royals, you know. And in our city, which I was so happy about, is that they said that it was no reported crime. You know, it was, you know nobody wowed out and acted a fool. And it's like, we can do it for that day of that parade and show our, our support for the Royals. I know, Casey, you know, that we can do it any other day. You know, it was just mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, we, we can do this. We don't have to act a fool and have violence and all the other stuff that goes on in our, our city. But that was encouraging. So, but I enjoy watching the Royals. Um, Likewise. I yeah. am not a baseball fan, <laughs> I'm not I must either. admit. I'm only a Kansas City Royals fan. <laughs> I've never watched another baseball team play unless they played against the Royals. Yes. Um, but the style of play that the Royals depicted, like you said, I think there's a lot of life lessons we can take out of it uh, and apply to our life for helping us be successful. Yeah. they they We looked at their season, and they are winners. And they they you look at it, it's like, okay, it's a strategy there. It's an ingredient there to win, you know. And mm-hmm. like I said, I'm not – I'm like you. I'm I'm a football girl. We like watching football. And baseball was like oh, – we used to get free tickets years ago to the Royals, and it was giving them away. Well, you just go and talk yeah, to our like, friends. Uh, and if our friends couldn't go, I wouldn't even want to go. It's like, well, not much to see here. But this team here is like – it's exciting to watch them. Really, it really is. Like I liked football. I like football just because it was it's unexpected. You know, a fumble here. Oh, they got and it's the interception. Action-packed. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's always a collision every play. Yeah, but the Royals they play with with such fire, you know, and energy, and it's it's exciting to watch them. So, so let's talk about it. what's the first thing that you said is a life lesson um, that we can all take away from the Royals, and let's discuss. Well, I think. One of them is having a goal and dream in mind. And they were really determined and focused from the previous year when they came, um, when they got into the playoffs and then they went to the World, World Series. Mm-hmm. They didn't make it. You know, they made it to the seventh, right. seventh inning. I mean, they seventh. Win, they didn't win the championship. Not the but, seventh inning, but they made it to the seventh game, right? Right. Yeah, it was, right. It was a close series. Um, the Royals came from being like a wild card team. Like they were like least likely to get into the playoffs. Mm. They made it through each round successfully. Yeah. And it kind of sparked, uh, I think it sparked something in the city, but it also sparked hope in people that watched the way they played. Right. Like I said, for me, that was when I became a KC Royals fan. It was mm-hmm. last year around September. You know I what remember I mean? that because you were like, 
you were sending me, I think, texts at that time or something. If you was at work, like, the Royals, you know, they, they won a game. I'm like, okay, what? They in the play- mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they're in the playoffs? Is it called the playoffs? Yeah, they have a playoff oh, season. okay. And then yeah. they have the World, Champ- See, World Series. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay. Right, we don't, we 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 do not. <laughs> just a disclaimer: we are not um, baseball uh, junkies, fanatics, nor do we have a claim on understanding the rules of baseball thoroughly. Yeah, when this is not that. This is talking no. about just that they had a goal in mind. Uh, if you hear that their interview was mm-hmm. that they they told the um, I guess the owner right that. They were going to come back this year. And oh, they told their general manager. Okay. They told their coach. Right. right. And like I said, I think one of the things that resonated throughout the city, I think, during this year was that they, they had a slogan called Unfinished Business. Mm. Um, so from last year, they felt like they didn't get to finish what they started out to do last year, so they wanted to do it this year. Mm-hmm. And like you said, they started with that in mind from day one of training camp and practicing together and all having that same uh, goal in mind, I think, really – propelled them to be in the team that they became right uh, throughout the year. The vision was before them. You know, it's like can you imagine a year, you know, mm-hmm. that, man, they, they was close to getting it. was right there, you know, and it didn't. And so they go a year and they're like, right, right. we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna get this. And they had that before them. And the Bible talks about us, about us having vision. You know, right, right. we had that vision before us and we we go towards that vision but if we don't have vision we just we all we over the place yeah. we don't we don't practice well we don't right. have a reason to practice we don't show up on time we don't uh do our best we don't um we we don't put forth the effort that it takes to get somewhere because we don't have anywhere to go mm. you know what i mean i think about right. that in our right. life like you talked about life lessons we got to consider well if we talk about setting a goal um the the Bible tells tells us as well that the guy sees the end from the beginning, mm-hmm. and I think that's how they started this season off. In terms, mm-hmm. they saw the World Series championship trophy that's in good. their hands. That's good, yeah. From the beginning of the season, hmm. you know what I mean. From the moment of that last out of the last season, I think they knew that they wanted the trophy this year. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? And, and they wanted it last year, but they set their goal from the beginning of this year to say, "I'm gonna, we're gonna get it this year." Right. And I think um, it's important for us to experience success in our lives to have that type of focus, that type of intensity to understand, okay, I'm going to start this, but why am I starting it? What's the end goal? Okay. Does that make sense? Right. uh, Right. We got to make sure that when we start something, we got to see the end of it before we even start. Because if we don't, we're going to question ourselves the whole time. Right. It it gives room for doubt. It gives room for fear. It gives room for uh, discouragement Mm -hmm. to seep in and Mm -hmm. actually cause an effect of negativity and defeat. Right. Before we even accomplish what we really should have had in mind from the beginning. Mm. So mm. I think that's a good life lesson, like you said, to have the goal in mind. Yeah. is something that we can all take away from it. I like that. I believe that. I believe that they vision themselves, you know, you know, holding that trophy, like you said, and they they played like that. Like mm-hmm. we're going for this, and no matter no matter what. So I believe yeah. they had a goal in mind. That we have a we have a goal in mind. That those of us that are listening, we have dreams and we have visions and aspirations, you know, to. Yeah. And I, I think one way to tell if you don't have a goal in mind is that when things get tough, you start to question yourself. You start to doubt. Mm-hmm. You start to get discouraged. You want to give up because imagine when the Royals lost, they had a, they had a, a slump at times throughout the season. And imagine if they just cast off restraint and just said, well, forget it. I guess uh, we're just a losing team. Mm-hmm. They weren't a losing team, but if they would have allowed themselves to believe that. Right. They wouldn't be where they are, I don't think, today. Right. You know what I mean? But right. they kept that goal in mind. And I think that's something to consider is that if you find yourself discouraged, you might have lost sight of your end goal. Mm-hmm. So mm. to realign and refocus, get an idea, okay, why am I doing this again? And get focused on that goal. Right. And the the, the challenges aren't so big anymore. Right. And that might look like putting putting your that, that goal or, or vision up before you on the mirror or, you know. Yeah, put it on your wall, put it yeah. up, you know, a lot at of times. At work or. Right. <laughs> if you play in sports, a lot of times people come out of the tunnel or, you know, out of the locker room and they got this slogan on top of the doorpost and they all they all walk out <laughs> yeah. slapping it, you know. Put one on your front door, you right. know, on the way out, just slap that I thing like and that. say, that's where I'm headed. I'm, <laughs> right. I'm going to get right. this thing done. I'm going to accomplish this vision. I'm going to yes. uh, get to this, uh, finish this business plan. I'm going to uh, be number one on my team or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, you, you, you put that before you. Yeah. So what's the, the second life lesson that you got for us, Ms. Shavas? Second one 
it's get results in the small. And the Royals, they, they said that they, they wasn't so big or focused on trying to get home runs. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like they, it was the base hits. You know, just, they just wanted to get a hit and get on the base. You know, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. get get there, you know. And they won just by that, where the other teams – you know, yeah, they 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 faced teams that were they were good. They had a better record than them with, yeah, the, home, with home run hitters, right? But that wasn't their focus, and they won with just you know the small things. Yeah, I think that um, the Bible tells us to be faithful in the little things, be faithful in the small things. And I think sometimes we think, well, if I don't get the whole thing, then I'm uh, I'm at a loss and I didn't accomplish anything. But I think. Like you said, what we can take away from the Royals is that when you look at the way they played ball, they weren't they weren't swinging for the fence on every swing. You know what I mean? They were right. swinging, like you said, to get on base. They were, and it changes the scope of the game because now you got to defend differently. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's not as predictable as it is when you know somebody swinging for the fence. You just you know spread out the field and scoot back a little bit and make sure to catch it or you know whatever right. it is. I'm not like I said, I'm not by any means an expert at baseball, um, but. I think about that for us in our lives is that how do we um, go about our day and we actually hit, get base hits? Mm-hmm. How do we hit, get doubles? You know right, what I mean? How do we, right. how do we go from point A to point B to point C to point D? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. sometimes I think we look at it and say, oh man, time has passed or the week is over or the quarter is over or the year is over. And I didn't even get, I didn't even save my $50,000 that I wanted to save by the end of the year. Yeah. But you never had a point A goal. You never said, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to actually save $2,000 by the end of the month. Right. You know what I mean? You right. never you never said, you know, because some people set goals and they say, I want to lose a certain amount of weight. You know, right. well, you want to you want to lose the 50, you know, 50 pounds, maybe. And like I said, that's the end goal. That's mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Now you got to get a base hit. Right. You know, you want to get a gym membership. Are you going to run in the morning or you going to run in the afternoon? Are you right. going to uh, use weights? You know, what's that that first thing you're going to do to get you on base mm-hmm. to start seeing progress? Because once you do that, then the, the ball will, will keep will just snow. Yeah, then you get another hit. Thing. Yeah, right. you get to get another right. hit. The Royals, they, they got a hit. Um, it was an Esky. Uh-huh. The first Escobar. one, Escobar, yeah. he'll get a hit. You know, it, it wasn't out the park, but he would be down the middle, and then he'll get on base, and then the other person will come up, and if they get, you know, they didn't get, you know, a strike, they'll get on base, and it was just like that, and then the next person, and this, and then they just, mm-hmm. they they hit, and they bring them on in, they bring them on, they bring them on, bring them on in, and I think about what she says that I'm like that. I have the tendency of looking at the big picture, mm-hmm. you know, the big thing, like, oh, that big old project or something. And the small things sometimes I, I've despised. Mm-hmm. But like you said, we can't despi- despise those small things. It's like, okay, this this big old project here, say a book. Okay, I, I have to work on, you know. First draft. Get, get yeah, a draft. I mean, just get a base a hit. sentence. <laughs> get a sentence. You know, that's small. And then, a pen and a yeah. piece of paper, a pencil. Then the paragraph. Uh-huh. And then, you know, uh, one page. And right, then, right. you know, go on from there. It's interesting that you say that because I think a lot of times, like you said, people get consumed. Like I said, we started out talking about they get consumed with that big picture. Yeah. But the Royals I didn't just, get, get consumed by it. They actually, I think they developed a strategy that we're going to get on base. Mm-hmm. That's I our strategy to get to right. the World Series again. Which they were, from they what I recall, at least, I believe they were the only team to make it to the playoffs this year um, that also made it last year. Mm. Every other team that made it to the playoffs last year Did didn't even make, make it. it into the playoffs. We wow. played the Giants. They weren't in the playoffs at all this wow. year. They, we played them last year in the World Series. Yeah. They, didn't, they, weren't, they didn't even make it to the, mm. to the party. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think, like you said, they had a, the Royals had a different plan. They had a different they did. Step-by-step process, and like you said, to get on base, that small thing that you are being in charge of at your job, the small thing that you're being in charge of in your family or yes. even that small income, you might feel like this income isn't much at all, and I don't. I want to make $100,000, but you right now you're only making 40 or 30 mm-hmm. or 20 or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Be faithful with that, and, and you know people know me as the, the budget man. They think I'm a tightwad or whatever it is, <laughs> but there's something about being faithful in the budget and the money that God has given you now. Yes. And in doing so, you'll be able to, be found faithful over the big things. Yes. And like I said, the big things aren't necessarily big home runs, but it's a victory. It's right. wins. You know what I mean? Right. It's like you made it to another month and you made it ahead 
instead of in the, in the negative yeah. on your finances. Or you made it uh, uh, one up from your last time you finished the month for your team. Or you made it uh, a faster route when you worked out or you lifted more when you were working out or whatever it was. Uh, as a student, you got a better grade on that on that second paper than you did on the first paper. And then you got a better grade on the third paper. Yeah. So all those things play a part, but we got to take those steps. Right. And be willing to take those steps to get the get, full victory. Get the hits, you know, like yep. swing. You know, it's yep. like when they would get up there, it was like, they was they was swinging like yeah, you know, swing like, to get on the base. Know, was, they just swing to get on the base, and when they did that, they found themselves ahead. You know yes, what I mean? They found they, themselves too. One of the things I saw that it, it was interesting. You might have this in there, so forgive me, but they found themselves in a now. position to win because they didn't stop swinging to get on base. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They didn't yes, all of a sudden they, say, "You know what? We we're behind. We got to start swinging for the fence." No, they they kept just swinging to get on base. They did. And the one thing I, I love watching is that you couldn't count them out the game. It was, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, don't. But, don't. You go, uh, you're going yeah, too I'm, quick. Go you're ahead. Going too What's the next one? You got number three for us. <laughs> but I, I I just want them to know, like those that listen, like I said, to the faithful uh, over the the small of the whatever the, that small is, uh, be faithful on it, over it, because it will produce something. You know, it, it is producing results in the mm-hmm. small. The big, you know, we go for that, but they got results in the small. Yeah. The third one um, is the Royals. I love watching them steal bases. Like they, you know, and that to me, and that the life lesson is in, is in that is advancing, advancement. Like they were always going. Advancing they runners. Yeah, yeah. They didn't get they didn't get stuck. You know, mm. they just kept going. They didn't sit still. Yeah, they didn't sit still, and it's like. <laughs> You know, it, they scared. They made me so nervous. It's like I remember at one uh, looking at one game. I don't know who it was. Somebody was telling one of them to just calm down. Do you remember that? I can't remember who was on base. Yeah, or, I don't remember the details of it, but I remember that. Was, I remember sometimes too. You would just get up and have to leave the room because you couldn't watch the game. I, I thought that's what you was about to say, but since you didn't, I'll say it. But I think that the, when you talk about going forward and advancing, I think sometimes, um, I think that relates to taking a risk. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because yes. when you try to steal a base, mm-hmm. you know, ultimately it's a 50-50 chance. Yeah, I mean, is, a lot right? of times get... <laughs> in baseball, it's a lot of statistics, a lot of stats, and they're looking at the numbers and so forth. But it boils down to a 50-50 chance that yeah. you're going to either get the base in the steal you or you're going to get out. Right. And the Royals weren't afraid to take the risk. That's so true. Because of the actual uh, reward of the risk was worth it. Yeah. You know what but I mean? We I think can about... get closer to... Right. Home base, like right. closer to getting a point, closer to winning. And right. we it was times they where they decisions. did get out. Yeah. And it was other times it was like, oh, it was my pivotal. goodness. When they yeah, got it, was, it, it changed the whole game. And I think about for us in our lives, it's like we got We can't be afraid. We can't talk ourselves out of taking a risk mm. that we know is going to help us move forward. Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yep. And I think sometimes we talk ourselves out of things. Mm-hmm. You know, we say, you know, I should, you know, can you imagine the, the first base runner, you know, saying, you know, I should steal this base, but I don't, I don't think I should because then I can get out. And then, if I'm, you know, they, they weren't, they was like, we got to get forward. We right. got to move forward. Right. You know, it's a pressing. There's a consistent yes. pressing. You know, it's like, yes. I, I think about the Bible talks about keep knocking, keep pressing, mm-hmm. keep seeking, mm-hmm. keep, keep asking. And it's like, they, they did not stop the tenacity. They didn't, yes. they didn't stop that drive to, Move forward. They had a goal in mind. Yet mm-hmm. again, go back to number one. Yeah. They had they. It was to win. You know what I'm saying? It was yeah. to. They had unfinished business, and in our lives, what there's some things in our lives that they're unfinished mm-hmm. projects. Things that we need to finish. And if we had that goal in mind, that we would say, okay, you know what? I need to take this risk. And okay, you know, I could sit there on base. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and 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 get out. But what if I? You know, yeah, I can sit there on base and be safe. Right. I can That's be safe. Just, I, I know I'm not going to get out right. if I stay here. It's, it's what you can think. But ultimately, if you don't advance, the runner coming up behind you, it lessens his chance of getting mm-hmm. on base. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like because you didn't move forward. Right. And um, I, 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 when you were talking, I was thinking about just how uh, you talked about unfinished projects. I think there's people that are listening that they, they had a decision or an idea, but they just sat on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think they, didn't, they decided to stay safe. They decided not to take the risk and spend the money to get – that step forward. You know right. what I mean? Or they decided to not take the risk and apply for that job. They decided not to take to the risk class. to they go, go to and that, take that class or yeah, go back to that training. school or right. get the training or right. even to ask the question. Right. You know what I mean? I, or to I remember, call that person. You right. Know, like I had it, somebody ask me. I was, I was uh, coaching somebody and I was mentioning something about a mentor. And they were like, Gary, why do you have a mentor? Hmm. And they didn't even think about, you know, that that was important or that, that they never, and I guess that was something that was foreign to them, but, to me, it was normal, but they, they took a step and they asked, 
because it was almost like, well, why do you need that? You're a supervisor. Why do you, you know, why do you need that? But I think about how often we don't want to ask for things like that. We don't want to go and approach somebody and say, would you mentor me? We don't want to approach mm-hmm. people and say, um, I need help in this area. And I think you really have a valuable skill that I can learn, that I can learn from. Can you teach me how to do that? Yeah. Um, and I think in our lives, it's just a decision. It's a simple decision to ask it. And it's a risk because they might say, no, I don't have time. Or they may say, uh, I'll get back with you, you know, and they might push it off and blow you off. And you might feel rejected, but mm-hmm. It's worth the risk because think about the reward that might come from you asking that CEO or you asking uh, that mother or asking that that pastor or asking that leader to help you advance in an area yes. in your life that you know that they might be able to help you. Yeah. In. You know, or the, a teacher helping you in a skill, yeah. you know, what I mean, or for tutoring, you know, whatever it may be. I, I remember when I was in college, it was embarrassing to have to ask for a tutor. Mm. Um but I had to take that risk and say, look, I need to get I need to pass this class because I'm not retaking it. Right. Right. <laughs> and I asked and it was it was a, I, I talked to one of my teachers and he, he offered it to begin the class. And I didn't I didn't really take it to heart because I was like, I never needed to go ask a teacher for help or right. for tutors or something. And he just started giving all the answers. I said, well, shoot, I should have <laughs> asked you a long time ago. <laughs> but I took a risk. Yeah. You know, what I mean, he just started telling me, you know, if somebody else would have asked, me, I, w- I would have gave him this, too. But he just started unfolding what the next project was going to look like what what does he expect and he just unfolded all these different things i said wow i like this we're faced with we're faced with that each day of our lives like mm-hmm. we're going to take a risk are we going to push past you know whatever our comfort is holding zone. us yeah, yeah our comfort zones and it's like the royals taught us that it's like they took the risk and you said something about when we can see when they when they um advance to the next base the mm-hmm. next runner behind them got on on base and yeah, i think about it easy being a forerunner you know some of us you know saying that we got those ideas and we're ideas. sitting on we're sitting on them yeah but there are people behind there are people that's going to come behind us mm-hmm. you know that we're going to wow we might pave the way for them making yeah. room yeah we'll make room for them yeah if you just, just take that take step yeah. yeah just imagine how many people you're holding back by you not taking that risk yeah by you not making the investment into your future or in your you know Seemingly or apparently in other people's future because you didn't take that step off of the safe base. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You didn't uh, buy that instrument or you didn't buy that computer. You didn't uh, figure out, research how to get that, uh, take that step forward to get the grant or whatever it is. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, or make that phone call. That's a big deal. Phone calls are a big deal. You know, send, yeah, that, yeah. send, that, send that email that could open the door for you. Yeah, it is big. And for other people behind right. you. Right. <laughs> it's something that. We can't overlook. And I, like you said, I think that Royals exemplified being willing to take a risk. And then they actually were examples of what the reward would, could look like mm-hmm. if you take that risk. Yeah, they did show us that. The third thing, well, that was the third one. The fourth one uh, mm-hmm. is that we see with the Royals that they were relentless. Mm. They did not give up and they had confidence in their abilities. I agree. I agree. They I think. did not. It was just. <laughs> don't they, don't count them out. You know yeah, what they like were serious. Like I said, not, I think about like you said. They 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 did not give up, even when they were down eight points, seven points. You know, it's like everybody else kind of <laughs> gave up. Like, well, we just, we'll we're we'll get them on the go next to bed. game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll get them the next game. You know, well, that's a wrap. I'm saying, you know, we'll, we'll turn it in tonight and we'll get them. They never stopped. They didn't. They were sitting on the edge of the dugout, legs hanging over the edge of the right. dugout, you know, cheering each other on and uh, being passionate throughout the game, even when they were down. And I think what it does is it motivates you, the people around you, yes. to see you down seemingly, but not out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. I think about, uh, we talk about the resurrection of Christ. It was like, that was a downer day. You know what I mean? Your, your savior is crucified and he's dead. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like, he's out. Call it quits. Game over. But if you waited a few more days, you would see that he's not done yet. Mm. You know what I mean? I think about the resilience that they showed. It it it, it, it was a resemblance to, of that to me in the sense that a lot of people counted them out on several of the games they played. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, all the way up into the World Series. I mean, there was games that they were just, well, I guess we're not going to win this one. And they still came back. Yeah. And they did not stop playing their game. Like yeah. I said, they had confidence. And if we can get on base, then we can still win this game. Yeah. And it was every every batter that came up to hit, you were at the edge of your seat because you know they had the potential to get right. on base right. and this game w- will not be over. Right. You know what I mean? And they had confidence in the skills that they had. They did. To say, I'm not going to give up. I'm right. not going to just go out there and just swing the miss. Right. I'm swinging. I'm swinging to get on base. Right. And like you said, for us in our lives, 
I think that says a lot. It says a lot about us having resilience and being passionate and energetic about what we know we can do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you're you good jumped, at, you jumped ahead to the next one about resilience. I'm sorry. Talk, <laughs> but if you know be. what you know, what you can do, don't yes. stop doing that thing. You know what yeah. I mean? If you're good at, at, uh, at, at, at sharing, uh, your ideas with people, don't stop sharing your ideas just because mm-hmm. you got an idea that got rejected. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If, yeah. if you're good at encouraging people, uh, don't, don't get discouraged and stop because somebody frowned at you when you talked to them and they were a stranger. <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. they had an attitude and now you don't want to encourage people. No, that's what right. you do. Do that. Right. Don't stop. You know right. what I mean? Uh, and that's something that, that stands out to me. About Not giving up. And it was, it, they game, the game wasn't pretty. You know, it was like, I think about it, I was like, yeah, they in their little white uniforms and, they <laughs> nobody said it had to be pretty. They, they, just they said you jumping win. and diving for the ball. You know, it's like mm-hmm. on offense. Is it offense and defense? With yeah, okay, yeah. On offense and defense, they were doing they was doing their thing. You know, it was just like we we were not back down. You know, we were not we're not giving up on. I mean, other people might, and they thought you know we were they were a fluke, and you know mm-hmm. how did they get here? But they showed them that we are. You know, we see that throughout. We can type it in that they are, wow, they don't, they don't give up, you right. know. And they're a confident and, team. Right. Not, that, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not the first one to say whether, the, I don't know any of them personally. Um, but I know as a team, like even the coach, Ned Yost, he, he was throughout the game. I mean, I, it was, I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen him riled up the whole season. Oh, he seemed, he, he kind of was set back, laid back seemingly. I mean, I, but I think he was just confident that his players could play. Right. And he knew what he coached them to do. He knows the potential they had. He didn't have to get riled they trained, up. They practiced. They just like had to do what they what he knows they can do. Right. And right. when they did that, they had a chance to win. Right. And same with us. Like we were we were created. Mm-hmm. Got you know uh, Miles and Rowe. You looked at he has a video about success and how when the Creator made us, mm-hmm. he made us to succeed. You know, mm-hmm. and it was like yeah, he didn't make a mistake. <laughs> right. Yeah. He, he didn't. You know, there was you know that just that's not how he made us, and we are called. Uh, we are a royal priesthood and a chosen generation, mm-hmm. you know, so there's, there's that in us that to succeed, yeah. to team. go for, to go forward and what he called us to do, not, not to give up and to, to have, and when I say, when I think about that confidence, it, there's a, I don't know, this is a balance with it because people say, well, confidence in yourself, like not, not a, not a, it's not an not arrogance. A, yeah, not an arrogance, but it's like I know that I was I was trained. Yeah. If you're an artist, you know you can draw. Right. If you're a dancer, you know you can dance. Right. You know what I mean? If you sing, you know you can if sing. You, if you write, you know you were right, you can write. If you could, you know, mm-hmm. counsel mm-hmm. or facilitate or And the, you know what it, I think about? I think about sometimes people act like they don't know, but it's like at the very least you know what you can't do. You know what I mean? Don't get out of character just because you stressed out and you take over and say, I'm going to just do this. Right. No, I know I can't sing. Right. I'm, I'm not going to act like I can right. and be confident in the wrong thing. You know what right. I mean? So I'm gonna, I can play the back. I can set up the sound system. I can hook up your microphone and all that stuff. And I'm confident that I can do that right. Right. But I need somebody to come in and be the singer. You know what I mean? Yes. I think about how each of those players were in a position. You know what I mean? We had a designated hitter. We had uh, pinch runners. We had pinch hitters. We had pitchers. We got catchers. We had all these guys, and they all were playing their role. Yes. And they did it with that confidence. And when they did it, uh, there was nobody better. Uh, there's not a better catcher, I think, in baseball. And I'm mm. not, and like I said, I'm an amateur fan, you know, but <laughs> there's not a better outfielder, I think, than what we have on our team. We had the best pitchers in the league, yes. you know, and it's like, if we have confidence in, like I said, we had the best shortstops. I mean, think about what they had and the confidence that that can build during the day in and day out. Yeah. As you work that muscle of doing that thing that you were God given to do, you're getting the confidence in it, not because. You're high on yourself, but you know what you're able to do and what yeah. you're capable of. Yeah. And that in itself will take you a long way. And as opposed to uh, being uh, timid or afraid of who God made you to be or not even or being ignorant mm-hmm. and, and, and falling to fear and saying, you know, I don't want to speak because everybody's, you know, everybody's looking at me or I might have a booger <laughs> in my nose or whatever it is. I don't whatever reason. Is, or I don't right. want to, you know, I don't want to do that because I might make a mistake. Well, that comes with the territory. They made mistakes right. they during did. this whole playoffs. I mean, it wasn't a big deal to make a mistake. I mean, and believe it or not, it's when they make a mistake, life. the person coming up behind them stayed in their lane and did their thing. It covered up the mistakes mm-hmm. that were made. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, we saw that. Yeah. We saw that. It just totally erased the error of one of the guys. And it's like, okay, you know, moving on. You know, and they, they, right. they. Imagine if everybody stayed in their lane. Imagine if everybody was doing what God called them to do. 
and they did it with confidence, mm-hmm. knowing that even if my neighbor or my partner makes a mistake, I can cover them as long as I stay in my lane and I don't try to do their job. You know what I mean? I don't try what to. What do you think causes us to to give up? Like, you know, said so we look at the Royals, they teach us to be relentless. They, like me, I watched them. I was like, oh my goodness, they do not they give up. It. I mean, yeah, it was like that, that, the next thing that we're going to talk about too is just like, these these guys, what, I mean, it was like, what what is built in you, in them not to give up? Or what causes us to give up? Is that is the, the pressure or, I don't mean. I think it boils down to just fear. Just people afraid. You know what I mean? You you buckle under pressure when you're afraid that it, you won't succeed or you're afraid that it's going to fall apart. And stress would drive you to do things that you never would think you would do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think people make decisions out of desperation. Yeah. And um, they have a lack of faith. And like I said, we talk about faith. Like I said, confidence is a, is a, is a, a type of faith. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we don't have confidence that God is going to be God. Mm-hmm. So we got to be God. You know right, what I mean? Right. We don't have confidence God's going to provide, so we got to provide. Mm-hmm. We don't have faith mm. in what God said he would do sometimes. And I think that drives us to make the decisions we make that sometimes end up looking, that become a mistake. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just, it's just the wrong thing. We weren't, we're not designed to do some of those things. Yeah. The faith. And also I think about the pressure sometimes in life, you know, the life's pressures or the storms or trials or things that just mm-hmm. comes and keeps we can lose sight. Yeah, yeah. Beating up against us, you know, you focus on that storm. Yeah. And, you, and it's like, you know, I just, you throw, you know, the one make you throw your hands up, but they didn't, you mm-hmm. know, it's like no matter if they were down and they didn't win that game, but the next day, you know, it was like, they were going into overtime. They were setting records in overtime. I what I recall. Like I said, it was just like, and I, and it was a point where I was just like, they need this game. I, I would just go to sleep. I said, I'm just going to record the rest of this. <laughs> Because. And I'm going to go to sleep because I can't stay up because I got I, I don't get paid to play baseball. I certainly don't get paid to watch it. You know what I mean? So I had to get ready for my real job right. and and go to sleep. But they were not stopping. You know what I mean? The, I the later the hour, the tight, the tougher they got on other teams, and the more tired it seemed like the other teams got. Right. I know. That's and, and the Royals didn't true. give up. You know, it's like they they, they had them right where they wanted them, right on the let's, ropes. Let's segue into the next one, which mm-hmm. is the Royals. You know, taught us to be resilient. Yeah. You know, when people counted them out and they were done, like you said, and they was they turned it up to a whole nother level. Yep. And they made up with they in their mind that they won't back down. You know, so it's like when teams were okay, you know, there was one team that was just cheering. I think it was you know, they was like they, they got were excited. they yeah. was excited. That happened a couple of times. I know. We, we were playing the Astros, they were yeah, excited. That was they the, thought it they was were gonna them. win. Oh man, they, they was, were so excited. Yeah. The crowd, I mean, everybody in the stadium was going crazy mm-hmm. and then just like that, somebody made a mistake on on the other team, and it changed the, whole and the Royals. The game. They seized the them. right the opportunity, and it's like it was curtains. It was like a snowball effect, and they were on. It was like oh, twelve. That came from just not stopping because the Royals could have just stopped and said, "Yeah, we're going to turn this one in, folks. Let's just let's get out of here while we still got our tails, you know, and we'll we'll try to finish them off at home or whatever it was, you know." But no, uh, when they came when they came back like that, it was just like. It just crushed the other team. Yeah, and some a fighting was like, attitude. And I was like. <laughs> and that sometimes is all it takes. You know what I mean? Like think about kids and in this generation, in this hour, there's a lot of uh, focus and talk about bullying and things like mm-hmm. that. And I think um, you can look at some of the teams and some of the teams were just just monstrosities of <laughs> home run hitters. You know, it's like they yeah, just, it was like- they have 50 million home runs this year and the Royals have two. You know, it's like, man, they swing for the fence, you know, and this is unbelievable. They're not going to win this. The Royals don't have a chance. These guys swinging the hit was home runs all day. Was that the team that was from Toronto? Every team they played could hit home runs. It oh seemed my like, goodness. you know, it's like, and, but Ugh. that didn't stop them. You know what I mean? It, it, didn't. Didn't, it didn't change their focus. It didn't change their scope. And they continued to fight. They played their game. They continued to fight through. And I think about us yes. Um, yes. in our lives. Sometimes we can easily decide, you know what? I don't want to fight anymore. And sometimes that's all it takes to win is to continue to fight. Mm. And I'm talking about fighting for the right thing. You know right, what I mean? Fighting right. for uh, your identity, fighting for your purpose, fighting for that vision that you have from the beginning of the year to lose the weight or to, 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 to run a certain distance or to get that new promotion or to accomplish that degree. You know what yeah. I mean? Don't give up and you'd be surprised what comes out of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I said, even it, it may seem like it's the last hour, but guess what? We're going to go into overtime. <laughs> You know what I mean? It, you yeah, always go in overtime. It's like that, that's they they were gonna have the extra innings. You know, it's like the game was over. Game I over. Know. Royals did not win. But you know what? Nobody else won either. So you know what? We're gonna go to another inning. Mm. 
Nobody's won yet. We're going to go to another inning. And who has the most fight is going to win. Yeah. Yeah, they are they are some fighters and they they played their game. You said that it's like they were themselves. Mm-hmm. And when we noticed that when they wasn't playing their game, it was just like it was all it was like okay. They were trying they, to do something special or something outside right. their the skill set of the character or the typical uh way they play. It was yeah, visible. they played they played their game and it's like it's no matter the, with the other team, yeah, okay, they play yeah, their game. They, right, right, you, they should. You home, they better. You home runners or home hitters, mm-hmm. wherever the go for you know, it. Yeah, go for it. But that's not we, what we do. Yeah, that's not. That's that confidence. Still base. We go. We go. Right. We you, here yeah, to you win. Have, you have two million more home runs than we do. That don't change. That shouldn't change my game. Right. Because I know how to win. Right. Period. And it's it's. I think about David. You know, it's like it wasn't about having the biggest spear or sword or shield or helmet. <laughs> It's Even just, though Saul tried to do it. I got to have confidence in what I know how to do. Yes. And if I can right. do that well, I win every time regardless right. of how big the other guy is on the other side. Yes. You know, or yeah. how, how big that, that, that program looks or how big that school looks and I shouldn't apply or how big that business looks and I shouldn't start it or how big that promotion looks and I don't have a chance. Or, yeah. You know, it, no, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't hold with, weight. With David, like no one – I mean, Saul – he, you know, bless his little heart. You know, he said, "Put this armor on." You know, mm-hmm. he, he's been a, he's been a, you know, from his youth. You know, and he's it's been like fighting, and winning. Yeah, but it doesn't. It okay, but I know who I am. I know, yeah, I know who I am. I know my God, mm-hmm. and I have the ability. You know, and they, they, the Royals. Um, it was really a great season. It was an awesome season to watch them. Um, and then them win the worst World Series and what is done to our city. You know what I'm saying? It's just the mm-hmm. parade and people were out there just excited and it was yeah. exciting, you know, to see them. Like high fiving each other. Yeah. I mean it was just it was awesome. It was really good to see. So I guess it's time for my favorite one of my favorite segments, I guess. Pump yo. It's the punk yo session, y'all. <laughs> punk yo procrastination. Uh oh. <laughs> so, how can we do that? You got some pointers? You know, I think one of the things to help with procrastination is to actually. Set a schedule, like set a time. Um, another thing that I've learned that helps me is to break that project or that big thing into smaller bites. Because a lot of times yeah. for me, when I procrastinate things or put things off, it's because I don't ha- have an understanding of how I can approach it yet. Mm-hmm. So I don't approach it at all. You know, right. I don't I don't right. see a way I can get this done quick enough that I, as quick as I want to do it. So right. I'm like, well, I'm going to have to figure that out later. I, and I think I, I consider my, I call myself thinking about it and trying to figure it out. <laughs> But I didn't put a plan together. Right, you know what I mean? I didn't right. make a strategy of any type to even start. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's that get on base mindset. Mm. I just got to do something to get on base. You know what I mean? If I got got to build 15 widgets by the end of the day, then I got to start with one. You know what I mean? Get the first screw and let's start going. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Get my hammer and nails, whatever it is I got to do. <laughs> at least just, do that. You know right. what I mean? And just step up. Just start, huh? Yeah, just yeah. start. And that's what I, I have that. I kind of wrote that down here is that um, – for me, is just getting a clear vision, around writing down clear steps to mm-hmm. help to help you move, you know, because and breaking it down to doable steps, you know, because if it's not clear, you know, there's like, yeah. hey, why is it not clear? And ask yourself, why am I putting this off? Mm-hmm. I put off things because it's not it's not clear, you know. Is right. we have to be honest? Okay, what is it? Is it fear? Is it lack of resources? Is it timing? Is it desire? Right. right. Yeah. And answer those questions, you know, because it, it's there's a reason why is we keep putting it off, keep putting it mm-hmm. off, and not doing it. We had a. I was talking to our neighbor the other night, and he had to do a four page paper. He's he's going back to college, or he's going to college, and he goes, "Yeah, I got to go in here and finish this four page paper." It's due tomorrow. I was like, oh, yeah, you procrastinating like I used to. You know, and I said, <laughs> I said, look, he said, you know, it's not a big deal. He said, I just, I got to, I got to, I just got to get it done. And I was like, yep. I said, and, and, and for whatever reason, at the last minute, we realized, you know what, I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can when it's yeah, the, yeah, the deadline. Is, do it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, you know, so I think about the, 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 the potential is there. How do you unlock that potential? How do you take the, 
the 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 fear, the 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 putting it off. We were, he was talking. He said, you know, anything else can come up, and I just, I, you know, somebody asked me to walk their dog, and I got to write this paper. <laughs> I just go walk their dog, just because I don't want to write. Yeah. You know, you do any and everything. I'm just, to put I'm like that, that too, because it's it's this this easier. It seems yeah. like you yeah. know, instead of you know this. This thing is a clear. You have a clear. Oh, I can. Oh, I can walk a dog. Yeah, let me do that. That's easy. I can see right, the end of that. I right. Can, I can do that. Right. But going into something that might be like this is. He said somebody call me, ask for a ride. I can go pick him up. You know, I'm a, I, I can do that. But I don't want. I put this paper out to the end. You know, so I think it's making it a priority. Right. And the next thing is, but that is that when you think about it, you you think about that project. It's time to act. Just just do it. Just yeah. get up and just do it right then. You that's know, a, that's an option to this, act. Do something. Make a note. Right. Record your voice. Do something. Say, okay, I'm going to think about it doing it this way, you know, and, right. and just take the step to do it. And like I said, what I like about punk and procrastination is that it feels good when you take a step. Yes. You know what I mean? I, I, can, right. I remember nights where I just went to bed knowing I'm, I'm closer to hitting my goal. And I might mm-hmm. not need to be there to the end of the week, but today is Monday. Today is Tuesday. And I'm closer. Mm-hmm. And it makes uh, Friday a little bit easier to swallow. Right. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> Procrastination. That was is it's a, a ongoing uh, thing to face for me to to yeah. beat daily. You know, as long as you have things to do, you got to have room to procrastinate. <laughs> Period. So every I mean, but I thought I was kind of at a point that I was over it, but you know, things come up. And like, one thing oh, came up, you got to yeah. do. You know, it's like, oh dang, I got to go wash the clothes. Oh dang, I got to write this next book. Or right, I got to I got to do this next project at work. I got to have more meetings. Whatever it is, I got to do more coachings. Yeah, you still got to get them yeah, done. Yeah, procrastination is not a good friend. You know, it, it's, it's uh, the enemy of productivity, you know. It's the opposite of us. what we discussed about the Royals. You know what I mean? Right, they would have right. put off and said, you know what, maybe we won't win this year, but we'll win next year. <laughs> that wouldn't, no, we wouldn't end it like we did this year. You know, I think think about that. You know, mm. they could say, you know. Well, we didn't, we didn't get them this time. We'll just put it off and do it next time. Or, right. You know, we'll, we'll wait on the other team. We'll try to beat another team. Not that this team is too good. We'll just beat the next team Mm-mm. and put off the victory, you know, put yeah. off the win. Yeah. You know, we, we're going to try to win them, beat them at home. Yeah. No, they beat the Mets in New York. Yeah. And the Bible encourages that, like, what you can do today, don't do it. don't put it off. You know what I'm saying? It's like if you if you have, I think it's in Proverbs, so if you have the money to give. Give it. Give it. You know, mm-hmm. don't say, well, I'll come back tomorrow. It's like, no. You have it right there. That money will run away from you. Right. So (laughs) with that, it's like we might not have it all together and all clear, but we have something to, you know, that we can we can work towards or we can accomplish. Right. We have some glimpse. Like I said, just make the outline. If you don't understand the whole thing, make an outline and start drafting out. And then you'll be able to put the pieces together Mm because you you started, you dove into it a little bit. Another tip is to ban from our vocabulary. I will do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That's you know, good. Especially if you can do it today, and that's that's for me. I, I I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. It's like, no, tomorrow turns into a week. Tomorrow mm-hmm. turns into a month. Tomorrow turns into a year. Right. Tomorrow, tomorrow turns, turns into, into ten years. It turns into yesterday. <laughs> you said that yesterday. <laughs> we said that to each other. You told you said, you said yeah. you was gonna do that yesterday. I like that. Tomorrow you know? turns. <laughs> well, you know it. Yesterday, everything right. was supposed and to happen yeah. yesterday. It's like, well, dang, what's going to happen today? Well, it doesn't feel good. I mean, it starts yeah. to it starts to weigh on you. You know, like oh my goodness, it, it causes guilt. stress. Yeah, it causes yeah, heartache. Like, yeah, like oh, it is that can lead it, to it cancer. Turns into yeah, you. worry. Like, yeah, like oh, I really that. It's always it's out there in the air. You know, I I was supposed to do that. I'm supposed mm-hmm. to do that. I'm supposed to. One thing I've learned too, just thinking about that as we talk more, it's like one of the things I I I, I try to do is that. At the beginning of my day, accomplish everything I want to accomplish for that day. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm surprised at how much I can do in 20 minutes at the beginning of my day and how good it feels. Like I said, today, for an example, I was I made so many calls and paid some bills and uh, scheduled appointments and, <laughs> and, and got some things cleared up for the next day and so forth and so on. And I did all that before 9 o'clock. Mm. You know what I mean? It was like, man, well, I guess wow. the rest of the day. <laughs> It's gonna be a little bit good, a little yeah. bit better than I thought yeah. it was because I got some things done. So you got it out the way instead of dragging it out and right. thinking on day. it, right. you know. And yeah. I, I'm, I'm kind of the, I'm opposite, you know. So I guess we make good, a good team. I'm opposite. Mm-hmm. I, I'll think on, think on it, think on it the whole day, and it's like and it gets I, bigger and bigger. Yeah, it gets bigger, and it's like, <laughs> oh my goodness, I've been there. What, what, is, you know? And think about what you meditate on, you magnify. Mm-hmm. What you think right. about, you magnify, and it just that project is not going to get smaller the closer you get to it. <laughs> 
without doing nothing. Right. It's gonna give. It's gonna just be magnified. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that I that 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 goal. It's just gonna get bigger. Like I said, losing fifty pounds from the beginning of the year is not that big a deal if your goal is to have it lost by the end of the year. But that's that gives you twelve months. But it only gets bigger and harder if you wait eight months before you actually start losing weight. And now you only got four months. Now fifty pounds is really a big mm-hmm. deal. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's, it's, that's a lot to chew up. You know, it's a lot to. Lot of, it's a big thing to take care of in a, f- a small amount of time. Yeah. So if you can chunk it up and get as much done up front, you know, you just start with a lot of intensity. You'll be surprised how you end up mm-hmm. to where the things you say you're supposed to do today, like I said, today or t- you know, I'm gonna do it tomorrow. Turns into yesterday, right. and nothing got done. You right. Know, and, right. Another one is declare. I'm well able to do whatever that thing is. Name that thing. Believe it and just go for it. That's good. So here's what we're asking God. So I think um, if I could leave us with anything, I think it it, it boils down to some of those things we mentioned. Mm -hmm. Um, I think everybody deals with procrastination in some way. Mm -hmm. Um, And start early. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I think we've seen good success in our lives. The earlier our day starts, I mean, literally, just the, the beginning of your day, the earlier you wake up, yeah, I've it seems like too. the better the day is, you know, because mm-hmm. you, you just gave yourself some extra hours. You gave yourself some extra minutes mm-hmm. um, to think, to to pray, to consider, to prepare, to act. Um, so I think starting as early as you can on a project, mm-hmm. uh, on a goal, on the day is going to put you at an advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, and then not giving up. Mm-hmm. That would be the one thing that I would ask. Uh, for each and every one of us, that we would not make a decision in our heart and our mind to give up on something mm-hmm. that we know we can accomplish, that we know we are set to accomplish, or that we were uh, that God has given us to accomplish. You know yeah. what I mean? I think sometimes um, people put aside their dreams and their goals and say, "Oh, you know that. You know, maybe my kids will get to do it, or you know, or you know, maybe you know, I, I, it wasn't meant to be." It's like, well, maybe it was. You know what I mean? Don't give up on it. You know, mm-hmm. don't give up on that dream of writing that book. Don't give up on that dream of uh, running that marathon. You know, people mm-hmm. have all kinds of dreams, and don't give up the dream of being a firefighter. Whatever, yeah. whatever it is you want to do, um, I think we, our, our, our culture, we suffer from a, a, a attitude of giving up a lot, and I think a lot of things have been given up. Mm-hmm. And the question is, well, if we're giving up stuff, who's getting it? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're giving it up, and somebody else gets to have it now, and not mm-hmm. you. You know what I mean? I think it was for you to enjoy. Right. You know, right. If, if you give up on, on that business idea, somebody else is going to get it and they're going to reap the reward of right. it. It's right. like, consider it that way. And it's like, well, shoot, I don't want to give up because I'm going to lose out. Right. And it might be a small thing. You know, I don't want to give up on my child. I'm not mm-hmm. going to give up on praying for him because if I do, somebody else is going to gain their relationship, mm-hmm. you know, and they're going to be led down the wrong path. You mm-hmm. know, I read Proverbs. We talk about, the foolish young men, you know, just being led away, yeah, uh, and and into dangerous situations and and and, and foolish things. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Bible says, "Don't follow those guys." Right. Don't don't follow suit with that. So don't give up, and uh, start early. Other things that I would say are going to be some easy tips that we can all apply to our life, no matter what situation you're in the middle of. Lord, I pray for us to be resilient uh, that we will not give up but that in our lives that we will continue to press forward I pray that we will be risk takers in your kingdom God that we won't second guess we won't doubt but we would take the risk and we would jump in God that we would just go forth and get on get on the base you know we we know that you created us for some things and some of us have, have heard over and over you you calling us and nudging us to do things, God, and we just kind of sit there and, and want to be safe on the base. But God, mm-hmm. I pray that you would cause us to, to be a risk taker, to understand that some of us are called to be forerunners and pioneers to go forth and to run and to advance and to move. So God, I pray that we won't be stuck but Lord God, that we have a vision in mind. We have that goal in mind. If it's setting it up before our face on our mirror, on our door, in our car, at our work, whatever it is, God, to set the vision before us to, to run and not to cast out restraints, but to run towards that vision. 
that you would give us the grace to accomplish it, to say today we will accomplish what you put in our heart, even on a small scale, God, that we won't despise small things, that we won't look to the big things. We thank you for the big things, but that we will do the small things now that gets the results, God, and that we'll be faithful over what you've given us at the small things and that you would entrust us with the big things. And I thank you that you've called us to be a royal priesthood, that we are royalty, Lord God, that we are chosen generation, that we are kings and priests, and that you will give us the stamina, you will give us the power, which we have the power from the Most High God on the inside of us, God, to go forth and to be winners in the kingdom of God. For you did not create, create us to fail, but you created us to succeed. So I declare success over each of our efforts to go forth in Jesus' name. Amen. So, did, I, did we do our tip already? Yeah, I think I gave the tip and I called it something else. <laughs> but that's the tip. Okay. Don't give up <laughs> and start early. All right. Cool. Well, that's uh, this podcast and hope you were encouraged and you heard my strong <laughs> sexy husband over there oh and he's shaking his head and I thank you for coming on and talking about the the KC Royals and the lessons that we learned by watching it. Excellent. I, I appreciate you having me on to talk about sports. Um I think that you're one sexy woman as well. Um, I love that you watch sports with me. And I also wanted to announce to the listeners, uh, I know you guys are listening and hearing this strong woman talk. Um, I'm going to have her back in two weeks. Um, this will, she, this is her. Uh, she's got two more episodes, right? Yes. Before this season is up and then we'll start up again the new year. Yes. Is that right? So um, I get to have my strong woman uh, and we'll look forward to starting up the second season of One Strong Woman next year in 2016. So, yep, as Gary mentioned, um, two more in this, you know, this season. And next year, um, hopefully to come out with some things that's exciting. More and <laughs> yeah. More interviews of women. And so if you have any ideas or topics that you would like for me to address, uh, please shoot me an email at thegirlthatprays at gmail.com. And also just connect with me at uh, Facebook backslash the girl that prays. Um, And then also at Twitter at girl that prays. And I think that is it. And like I always say, until next week, don't forget to bench press life's lessons.